This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to our Oscars live stream and Oscars podcast episode. For those listening to this next, this Friday, I guess it's Friday when you're listening to this, <laughs> or whenever you're listening to it. Uh, so we are going to be talking about the Oscars, and I'm joined again, Angela and Aaron A. were both on the Oscars one last year, so they've become my Oscar people Okay, well, we're, this should be a lot of fun. We're going to be talking about our overall thoughts on the nominees, our predictions, who we think may have gotten snubbed, and various other things. So this should be a blast. I'm hoping we, the Oscars are next Sunday, or if you're listening to this on Friday, they're this Sunday, the 27th. Uh, Aaron is, as if you're watching, if you watch the live stream, you saw the uh, little promo. And if you've been to our social media, I'm sure you've seen it that Erin has decided to put herself through a 12-hour live stream next. I'm so excited. Next week on the 26th. So, uh, yes, you can, can come watch me crumble. <laughs> Madness, <laughs> I can't wait. Yes, uh, but it should be fun. But then the Oscars are the next day. And my thought is, and I'm asking both of my panelists right now they want to do this and it depends on how my mind state my state of mind is at that moment but if my panelists are up to it and i'm up to it we might do a special live reaction afterwards on our youtube station just a live yeah. stream so that will yeah. not be a podcast angela's <laughs> given the thumbs up yes and aaron a gives the thumbs up and I will have to let everybody know how I'm feeling. I just get so emotional when it comes to this. So be prepared to just like a lot of like F bumps. Like, <laughs> I will fine. be drinking. So, yes. Um, not like I haven't, I mean, I, I had one margarita before this podcast. So I'm not. Well, I have a margarita right now that I'm drinking right now. So yeah. You're not alone. I, I have my generic Kirkland hard yeah. seltzer. So okay. Well before we get into this discussion, before I ask everybody what they're into right now, just a quick reminder that we are on Patreon. So for as little as three dollars a month, you can help us continue to do these live streams, continue to bring you the content that you've come to grow you, you like me stumbling over my words, that you've grown to love and look forward to, and it's become the highlight of your week, I am sure. 
And I still haven't edited it yet, but I promise it's coming soon. We recorded a three-hour American Horror Story episode discussing the first two seasons because we're going on an American Horror Story journey. We're also doing brackets. So we already did the brackets facing off between season one and two for both their opening title sequence and which is the better season. And season one won both narrowly, narrowly won. So then for the next one, we're going to be talking about seasons three and four. We're recording that in May, sometime in May. So we're going, that'll be our first, our first one talking about Finn. Cause you know, we are Finn fanatics on here. Some of us are, some people uh, aren't, but <laughs> we call ourselves, we, we love Finn Whitrock. So it'll be fun to be able to discuss him. But if you want to support the show, go to the show, the link in our show notes or head on over to our link tree and you can find the link there as well as a link to the full schedule. If you want a hard copy for the schedule of our marathon live stream and also what organizations they want us to highlight for donations. Okay, so I'm going to go around and have everybody, my two lovely panelists, tell me what they're into right now. So, Angela, what are you into right now in pop culture? Oh, well, there is this new uh, uh, movies that I'm actually really excited about. I'm trying to figure out when it's released. Oh, was it already? Too- oh, it was released on March 11th. Oh, I probably should get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out because there was because I had this one anticipated movie I, that I wanted to watch. And I guess what has happened was that I, tra- I fit in 15 movie of to prepared for this podcast and totally forgot about <laughs> the other movies so um i am actually you know after this uh i'm actually going to there's this movie called everything everywhere all at once um it's an adventure sci-fi um it's starring with michelle yo um do i pronounce her last name right i yo, think so I'm, I'm bad at pronouncing everything so <laughs> i can't even pronounce furniture see so <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm actually excited about that movie. Um, it also have um, Jamie Lee Curtis in there as well. About I, th- I guess it's just about characters who, from what I saw in the trailer, she just have like different time traveling, with like her seeing her other different characters in different universe. So I'm just really excited about. Also, of course, Asian reputations. I, I'm all about that. I'll just. Want to see how it goes. So that's what I'm excited about. So, Aaron, what are you into? Well, first of all, Angela, I cannot believe how many movies you've watched. In, like, I know the last you three are days. the most prepared Good of all for of you. Us. I feel like it's so amazing. ashamed now that I've not watched 15 <laughs> movies. I did watch a movie completely not related to this episode movie last night that was really good um, called The Adam Project. Uh, it's a Netflix movie. <laughs> with Ryan Reynolds because I just love Ryan Reynolds. And it was actually really cute. It was it was pretty funny. It was good. Um, side note, also my continuing long-term um, thing that apparently I'm going to be into forever and ever is 911 because all of you people it's like no, who blame was, Meg and Carla. It's, it's like Meg and Carla. who was listening to all of these episodes and kept playing it over and over after I'd watch a show literally it would pop up like every single time so i'm like fine i'll watch it so i've watched about like six episodes or so and it's actually really good and i hate that it's so good me too <laughs> man i'm so pissed that the it's show so is good. good and i hate it and i love it 
I know because I'm watching it because we're going to be covering it um, in May and April. Sorry, when we revisit Ryan Murphy, it's going to kick off our four part Ryan Murphy thing. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the normal heart. We're going to talk about Hollywood and we're going to talk about Ratchet. And uh, and this was Meg and Carla. We're like, OK, well, since it's Ryan Murphy. And so I started watching it and I was like, gosh, darn it. I love this show. I'm so mad. I hate it. Ryan Murphy is like my nemesis in this weird way and he just haunts my life and i'm like another right i mean this is why do you have to be so good (laughs) so good and then not so good he's like oh yeah at least it's not like super like serious horror scary stuff i guess but i kept telling myself like i do not i should not be watching another like firefighter ambulance hospital show because i just i no, I should be watching the shows and I do it anyway, but it's just so good. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is good. That's that's not what I'm into. That's why I haven't said it any week because since we're covering it, I'm like, I'm not going to say I'm into that when we're going to be talking about it anyway. <laughs> I'm into um, being mad at Megan Carla about how much I like yes, that's Yes, me too. Me too. Yes. Yes. So when they listen to this, if they do, I'm just going to make a clip of this and just... <laughs> Megan <Meg and Carla. laughs> Carla and Ryan Murphy are the worst. <laughs> Yes. Um, but what I'm into is decidedly a lot darker, heavier. Uh, the documentary, the docu-series Phoenix Rising on HBO Max, all about the horrible, evil, atrocious, evil, awful, horrible, disgusting human being known as Marilyn Manson um, uh-huh. and his disgusting abuse of Evan Rachel Wood and a lot of other women and people. He is a disgusting human being and I hate him with every single fiber of my being. And this is a very, very hard, hard series to watch. I couldn't finish the second part yet because it was like, oh, this is too much. Because what he did to her is beyond reprehensible. So he is the scum of the earth. And if you still listen to his music after this and you still support him, I don't want to talk to you. That's it. So, yeah, <laughs> you can come after me. I don't care. But he's just he's horrible. So, OK, no, 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 I don't want people coming after you. Who's going to be your host? No, I meant like you can <laughs> yell at me in comments all you want to. I don't care because he's horrible and evil. And yeah. Okay, so now let's get into something decidedly lighter than what I just was ranting about. I'm sorry. It's just really fresh in my mind. And so I'm I, just like, oh. I am in the same boat. I just, yeah, he's, mm. I hate him. Uh, but do beware if you do watch that and if you've ever been through anything like that, um, any form of that, it will be yes, very triggering. triggering. It's triggering. It's, it's, and it's very graphic. So just a warning. They warn you ahead of time, but I'm just warning you too. Okay, so now we're going to get into the Oscars. And like Aaron and I said, uh, Angela is the most prepared panelist on here. I think she's watched like basically almost everything that's been nominated. And I'm used, I used to be that, not the documentaries, but I used to be that good. And I got worse over over the years and how busy I've been. I did not get to watch every single Best Picture nominee. That was my goal and it didn't happen. I didn't get to watch Belfast. I didn't watch Dune and I don't care that I didn't watch Dune. Frankly, that's not my cup of tea. So I didn't watch that one and I didn't watch, um, I'm really sad I didn't watch this one, but I couldn't find three hours to spare. I didn't watch Drive My Car. That's the one that I'm upset that I didn't get to watch. I know, I know. 
but I'll get to that at some point. But but I know Angela has watched basically everything on here. I don't know how many Aaron A has, but we're gonna get into these now. We're gonna first talk about our overall thoughts on the nominees. And you know, I thought what we might do is we'll just kind of go through these and I'll get your overall thoughts on the nominees. I'll read the nominees for the big categories. I know this sounds like we're doing what the Oscars are doing, which is they're excluding certain categories from being shown on TV to try and draw in other viewers, which is stupid in my opinion, because most of the people that watch these are film geeks and they want to see every category. And it's very, very hurtful and uh, to me, to other nominees, because of the fact that a movie takes like hundreds of people to make a movie, it takes a lot of people. And so to exclude certain people in certain categories for the more glamorous ones is really crappy. But with that being said, <laughs> didn't, they used to, didn't they used to do the other one, not the big ones, but then they used to do the other ones like at a different time or on a different day or something? Well, they, they, they do like, they do some like tech ones and stuff. Yeah. Um, on different, they always have, but they're slowly starting to exclude other ones. I know they've talked about before wanting to exclude the screenwriting ones. <laughs> so it's just they, the editing is one they're excluding which is ridiculous because or that they want to exclude because most of the performances on here uh, an editor an editor can make or break a performance a lot of times an editor can make a performance look better it can they can make the performance look worse so an editor is so crucial to a film that i mean it's ridiculous anyway um, so, but we are, we're, I don't mean to be like that, but for time-wise, we're not going to go through every single category. So we're going to start first with, uh, actor in a leading role. And what we'll first start at is we'll go, I'll go over the nominees. I'll go around, ask what your overall thoughts are. Then we'll go around, ask predictions. And then I'll ask you if you feel anybody was, um, was snubbed. If there was some other actor that you wish was in here. I mean, even if you haven't seen all the performances, you can still say that. Mm -hmm. So actor in a leading role, the nominees are Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith for King Richard, Denzel and Denzel Washington for, and excuse me for saying the name of the play, I usually try not to say the name of the play, but for the tragedy of the Scottish play. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Sorry, I can't do it. Uh, don't do it for you, the Macbeth. Close enough. I'll do it for you. The tragedy of Macbeth. I'll do it okay. for you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Angela, first off, what are your overall thoughts on these nominees? Have you seen all of these performances? Yes. <laughs> you have seen all of them. I have. Yeah. It's just weird because, like, I have like a, I have like a, you know, a biased opinion because I always love Andrew Garfield. And I wish that he's just such a talented actor that I really want him to. And he's so good in TikTok. Uh, it's a TikTok boom. Yes, TikTok boom. TikTok he was. Boom. He also. He also played in um, the pre. Uh, what was the other movie? The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Eyes of Tammy Faye, and he was also good in that one. So I'm just torn because, like, I also like. And even though I really don't like the Power of Dog because it was so boring as fuck. <laughs> so I Band of Cumberpatch was amazing in that one too. So it was just like in the Ricardo ones, like, no, it's just like I am happy. I am happy with the nominees. Um just because like just they're all just amazing. And I feel like 
I don't think none of I don't think none of them has won. Oh Oscar. yeah, Denzel Washington is. That's that's Washington. Denzel that's Washington, Washington has won twice. Twice. So um, even he is really good in the Macbeth too. But I always hope you know. But it's really hard. I'm just gonna say, from all our actors, like that's it's gonna all. be. A, I I love them all. It's gonna even though I the power dog is so damn goddamn boring. But Ben to come back, I can't say no to that man either because. <laughs> You're not gonna like me. I wonder. <laughs> see, I wonder if I'm just doing this because I'm just thirsty for. <laughs> it's okay. I understand. Thirst can be real sometimes. So, so Aaron, have you seen all of these? I have not seen all of these. I've seen fifty percent of The Power of the Dog, and it was the most boring movie I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I could. I can do without that movie for the rest of my life and never know how it ends. And I'm okay with this. And I could definitely do without Benedict Cumberbatch as well. I'm sorry, Angela. What? Yeah, sorry, Angela. I'm yeah. the same way. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm okay. He's kind of yeah. a douche. Honestly, his act, I'm so surprised because I really don't like his characters in The Power of Dog at all. No, he's no, such he's a douche. He's such a douchebag in that one. Uh, spoiler if. If you guys haven't watched it, he, the character don't, don't spoil, don't spoil, oh. don't spoil, it. don't spoil any of the movies. Okay. Spoiler alert! It's like seventy hours long, and it's really boring. But um, yes, I King Richard has been in my list for a while, but I haven't seen it. But I really, really love Will Smith, and the same thing. Like I, the Macbeth, I movies of Shakespeare plays are kind of like not super my thing with a few exceptions um but it's not my my favorite thing to watch so it's just kind of been at the bottom of my list for a long time but again um i'm with angela i love andrew garfield like so so much it's unreasonable so i love tick tick boom i think it's amazing i think he did a really great job becoming jonathan like you watch the movie and you watch videos of him and it's he's so good the energy he has is just amazing. He's so so good. The emotions that just, yeah, I can just I oh, cried. I know. Yeah, me too. I the opening when the music started, I was crying already. But I love that movie. Um, but also uh, Javier Bardem and being the Ricardos, he was really good. Oh my god! I yeah, I really like him as well though. So, but I'm yeah, I really hope. Andrew Garfield gets it, but I don't think he will because just kind of like movies like that don't really seem. I'm glad he was nominated because that was kind mm -hmm. of a shock to me because movies like that generally aren't recognized as much, I think. Um, but I think it's a really good lineup. Like, I generally think these are all great actors. I, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be interesting. Again, I, I don't think Andrew's going to get it, but, but I hope he does. Across. Well, yes. <laughs> well, I have only seen three of these. I've seen The Power of the Dog, Tick, Tick, Boom, and King Richard. Um, and I think, you know, I, I, I really want to see the tragedy of the Scottish play because the Scottish play is my favorite Shakespeare play. And I've heard it's amazing. And I love Denzel Washington, as everybody knows. And I love Francis McDormand. And I just really want to see it. Um, so I'm, I'm sad I didn't get a chance to watch that one, but it's definitely one that I'm hoping to watch before the Academy Awards, if I get a chance to. 
And I want to say about about it being surprising that Andrew Garfield got nominated. I disagree because Tick, Tick, Boom is like total Oscar catnip because of the fact that it's like a musical. It's a biopic in a way that to me is total catnip for the Oscars. And so I'm not surprised he was nominated. I think the only thing that stood in the way was the Netflix thing. But that's not becoming an issue anymore because because a lot of these are Netflix stuff like Power of the Dog and stuff like that. What's so overall, I movies from last year that got oh yeah, well, lots of them. Yeah, lots like, of that. okay. Yeah, I can't can't remember. But yeah, I mean that's the big that's the big thing. You know, is like streaming services now, and it's a big debate about you know people are upset about that, and certain theaters, you know, contract wise and deal wise, they can't show them and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Overall, I, I, I'm happy with them, with the ones I have seen. Um, I'm not a Benedict Cumberbitch, whatever, <laughs> fan. He does nothing for me. He is like white, white bread. And he's so boring and bland. I cannot, I, he's not attractive to me. I'm sorry, Benedict. I think, I think he can be a good actor. I just <laughs> don't like him. Yeah, no, and, I agree. I think he's a good actor, but I just can't I just am face. not a fan. It's just like. I'm like, oh my gosh, I do not understand the, I mean, I guess I can understand it, but he just doesn't do it for me. So he's not my cup of tea. So, and I, and you know, the power of the dog is not my kind of movie. I do not like Jane Campion movies at all. Her movies are so flipping boring. So I'm sorry. I know film Twitter loves this movie, but I'm sorry. I don't get the appeal for it either. I don't get the hype. It's a film geek movie. Okay, so really quickly, just tell me. Uh, so, Angela, who do you think is going to win, lead actor? I want Andrew Garfield to win. I'm, I really do want to, and I can see the doubts of him not wanting to. I have a feeling he's going to be one of the, you know, he's so young. He, he's probably going to be one of those Leo DiCaprio. It's like he's so talented. He's just, he just, he's, he's been doing such great, sh- uh, you know, movies in the past, and like this one just is going to be snap. I think he's going to be snap on this one or not snap, but like, um, he's not going to win. He's not going to win. Um, so who do you think's going to win? I am going to say, now I feel so conflicted. I feel like I'm betraying Andrew Garfield. You're not. These are just your <laughs> predictions. <laughs> he's not going to get mad at you. Don't worry. Uh, I am going to say, uh, Chavier, Bardeen because the Ricardo, what he's just, I just his that movie though also him as being and I did see some of the clips of just him being Ricardo's just he's so like how do I describe his character just you hate this character but you can't I mean like I mean you you also wait you love the or you hate the characters but you can't I have a hate and love relationship with that character basically okay. he, and okay. usually characters like that makes just makes it all good because like any of actors who you know make them just like hate them to point you also love them yeah I, it, it makes me feel conflicted but yes no i, I, I think, get that but so I'm that's gonna... who you, so you're predicting i'm writing your name down next to this list here oh, just, I, no 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 just, just yeah. so, so that's that's angela's predicting javier bardem down. so you're predicting javier bardem okay so aaron who are you predicting to win gosh okay javier Bardem, he was good in the movie. I didn't really like the movie. I didn't think it was great. 
but he was good in it. The movie was filmed kind of weird, I think. But I don't know. I really, really, really want Andrew Garfield to win. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with that. I think he okay. was great. I don't know. I haven't seen Denzel Washington, but I know he's great in everything. So, oh, he's so good in that one too. I'm sure he can't be bad. It's impossible for him to be bad. But you're yeah. predicting that Andrew I'm, Garfield's going to win. I'm going to go with Andrew. Okay. I'm predicting Will Smith. Will Smith has been winning everything. So I will be shocked. He won uh, the Screen Actors Guild Award, mm-hmm. which sometimes can be a big predictor because so many people, the, the guild is made up of so many actors. So, I mean, like the Academy, sorry, the Academy is made up of so many actors. So this, the SAG branch of the Academy is so huge that a lot of times that can be a predictor. Not always, but it can be. So that's who I'm going with is Will Smith. And I think he deserves it, honestly. I, I think Andrew Garfield is amazing. It's not that I don't think Andrew Garfield is amazing. I'd be fine if he won. But Will Smith is so good in that movie. So yes, I'll be yeah. I'll be fine with, with him mm-hmm. if he wins. Okay, so now we're going to... So now I want to know really quickly, just you can name one person that you think was snubbed in lead actor, Angela. I do not. If you don't have one, that's. I don't have one. I don't have one as of right now. So. Okay. Aaron, 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 do you have one? I do. And I know we'll talk about him in a minute because he is nominated for actor in a supporting role. But I would like to argue that Troy Kotzer from CODA should have been nominated for the actor in a leading role because if he was in almost what probably half of the scenes in that movie more than any other male actor i think and he was amazing so Which i don't know how he? how they decide what's considered a supporting role but uh, i don't know i think he was great so that's what i'm gonna go with okay and if anyone watched <laughs> Our episode not too long ago. I can't remember. It was our 200th episode. You should know who I think was snubbed. And that is Bradley Cooper <laughs> in Nightmare <laughs> Alley. Bradley Cooper was so snubbed. He was very good. At I, shit, I forgot about. I, I would say that too. Yeah. Never so, mind. I'll take that back. I'll, I'll say he's got snubbed. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And remember, Bradley, I know you were nominated. I know it's really kind of late notice here, but I'm still available. To be your date to the Academy Awards, dude. Remember, hit me up. Uh, okay, so let's move on to actress in a leading role. And the nominees are Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. So, Angela, have you seen all? Did you watch all of these? You did, didn't you? I do. I did. <laughs> you're, you're our expert on the panel. I feel like I did not do my job very well. But so, what are your thoughts? Overall thoughts on the nominees? Are you happy with them or not? Or fuck. That's your thoughts. <laughs> wow. And you know, and this how I always feel with just any actress in general is like they're just all so goddamn amazing. And then you're making me choose, and I'm just like, holy shit, because like all of these are like they play a character that was just like, and I this is something I noticed when I was been watching all of these movies, all like you know this week was like 
some like all these women are goddamn badass. The characters like so badass. Like they just like for example, um, uh, Jessica, um, Justine playing in the eyes of Tammy Faye. Like, and I will be. I will admit though, I did not know who Tammy Faye is. It did I pronounce her last name right? Faye. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. I did not know who Tammy Faye is until I finally watched her movie, and I was like bawling, and because like we got like you know this is like a amazing like Christian woman who was like full-blown LGBTQ like support HIVs like a, a patients who went through and just like she just loves everyone like she didn't care if they're you know gay or lesbians. I don't, I just, all these actresses just, like, playing a powerful woman that dare to, like, you know, questions the power of, a, of you know, in a world of men's. It's just, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit heartbroken because I, it's hard to choose which one. You, you and don't, you don't it, have to choose until I come around and ask you for your prediction. <laughs> I, I'm just wondering what your I'm just thoughts you, are. I'm you're just, happy that's with That's what is my thought is, like, I'm happy with, and happy with them and, like, Holy shit, even Kirsten Sturt, like, I am just like, wow, I'm like, also because I, deep down, I did have some, like, crush on Kirsten Sturt, and so, I mean, I don't know if that's a biased opinion, so, <laughs> but, but yeah, so, yeah, I'm I'm happy, I'm happy with it. So, Erin, have you seen any of these? I actually have only well okay i've seen being the ricardos and i've seen maybe half of spencer uh so far i watched some of it this morning and yeah i gotta say i'm not a kristen stewart fan for a variety of reasons but she was pretty good in that so far um i don't understand why they picked her for that but she did great i do like all of these nominees i think it's probably all fair um Nicole Kidman was really good in being the Ricardos. Like it, it's, I think it's always really hard when you're playing like a real person that existed. And um, I think her and Kristen Stewart, I guess did a great job um, kind of being those people. So yeah, I wish I had seen more of these. It kind of makes me sad and hopefully I didn't get to watch as many movies in the last years. I wanted I to for some reason looking at this list i'm just like wow there's so many movies that i have not seen yet and it's kind of weird like what have i been doing you have time before <laughs> the the actual oscar right i have one more week to watch everything <laughs> <laughs> you can do it um, do it yeah yeah i've i i'm sad to say i've only seen two of these uh the eyes of tammy faye and spencer um spencer is not my kind of movie either um, but Kristen Stewart was really good in it. Uh, I think she's a really good actress anyway. I, I think, uh, her along with like Robert Pattinson get, get unfortunately type cast in people's minds as the twilight people. And they're actually much better than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought she was good. Uh, I loved the eyes of Tammy Faye and what I loved about it. And that's why I think it's so interesting here, hearing your thoughts on it, Angela, because you didn't know who Tammy Faye was. Well, I grew up knowing who Tammy Faye was. I know a lot of people did. And a lot of people thought of her as a scumbag charlatan like her husband and like a lot of the 700 Club was and, and kind of, you know, 
put her in that same category of being like those so-called Christians who really aren't Christians and who were, you know, taking money from people constantly. And what I love about this movie is how it shows who she really was. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. I don't think a lot of people realize how supportive she was of the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, and I, and I love that they showed that. And I love that they showed that she pushed back against people. I mean, people hated her in that community, um, in the Christian community and in that whole realm of like the 700 club and stuff like that, like Jerry Falwell, like despised her. And so I liked that a lot. I thought she was really, really good. So I think it's very deserved. So uh, unfortunately I didn't get to watch the lost daughter yet. Um, being the Ricardos, I'm, I'm so hesitant to watch it because I do not like Aaron Sorkin at all. And that's of course he wrote and directed it. And I just don't like Aaron Sorkin, but I'll, I'll watch it eventually. I've just been putting it off because of that fact. So, yeah. Okay. So now I want to know, Angela, who do you think is going to win? This isn't necessarily who you want to win, but who do you think is going to win? It's either between Jessica Chastin's, Nicole Kidman's or Kristen Stewart. It would be. I would be surprised if Kristen Stewart win. I would. It, it. It would. You know. It would be nice for her to you know so that. Because she just plays Princess Diana really well, and then they just like because it, it just shows like a different size of you know like Princess Diana wasn't all like. You know. I guess happy like it shows like the true like, you know how you know depressions that she went through with their you know, affair. Um, I'm so, I'm having a hard time, Aaron. I don't know which one I'm going to just say. Jessica Chastin. Jessica Chastin. Okay. That's yep. your, that's, that's what I have you down as. So Erin, yes. are you predicting somebody else? I, yeah, I think probably Jessica Chastin would get it. Um, I've heard she was great in that. Yeah. Okay. That's what we'll go with. Even though I do... I, I like all of these I know, people, but same. I don't want to have to pick. It is kind of mean to have to pick <laughs> and hurt somebody's mean. feelings. It's predictions. It's not you. Right. We're not going to hurt their feelings. The no. Academy is going to hurt their feelings. So yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's not us. It's just your. Okay. So you're going with, and I'm going with Jessica Chastain too. She's been winning everything. So pretty much. Um, so that's who I'm going with as well. So we will see. So then I want to know really quickly, one person you think was snubbed, Angela? I think is um, uh, Kate Catrona uh, Belf. Did I pronounce her name right? The one that plays in Belfast? I, who, I don't know. She also plays in Outlander. She's the main character in, Out, uh, character in Outlander. The, I don't watch Outlander. So. Uh, Catrona? Oh, Katerina. Katerina, Belfi yes. Or yes. Yeah. Yes, I just literally just finished Belfast like two minutes before this broadcast started. <laughs> <laughs> That's who you think was snubbed? That's, I think she got snubbed because she, she's just, I don't know, she's just been doing such amazing, I really think she's such a great actress. And like the fact that in Belfast, like she's, you know, playing the mother who's just going through with all of like, you know, taking care of two kids and like, you know, and then a the husband who's not always there, just she got snubbed. I'm kind of mad. So mad. <laughs> also, I have a late crush on her, so that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Uh, and then Aaron, do you have any one that you think was snubbed? I don't know. One movie that I was thinking about that I think is not in any of these nominations um, is The Harder They Fall. And I think there were some really great performances from the women in that movie. I don't know if I could pick right. one, but I think that somebody, Zazie Beats or Regina King, there was a lot of really great performances in that movie that I think didn't get recognized for some reason. I don't know. So it's the heart of the fall. None of the, they don't have any nominations. No, not no. at all. I'm crazy, right? If I'm gonna watch right. old timey people in cowboy hats, it better be Idris Elba and not Benedict Cumberbatch. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Way me better movie. Any day. Way yeah. better movie. It is so much better. <laughs> I think I'm sure everybody could probably guess, but I'm gonna say Amanda Seafried in a mouthful of air because that's one of the best performances I have ever seen depicting mental illness at all. So that is my pick. I knew there wasn't a chance in hell she was getting nominated, but that's who I think. It's true. That was so, she was so good. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Now we're going to move on to actor in a supporting role. So the nominees are, and I know I'm going to butcher your name. So apologies is Syrian Hines for Belfast. Troy Kotzer for Coda, Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith McPhee for The Power of the Dog. So, Angela, did you have you you've seen all of these? I already know yes. that. Um, so, <laughs> what what are your over? Are you happy with these nominations? The thing is, though, I am not good with like actors' name. And so I am trying to like. Well, um, I'll just, I haven't seen Belfast, but um, tr uh, Troy Kotzer played the dad in Coda. Yes. Uh, Jesse Plemons played uh, the brother. The brother. Okay. And, and then, then Cody Smith McPhee was the younger mm -hmm. guy who went out on the range. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the the kid, right? The the younger the kid, yes, yeah. he was the younger, yes. So, oh. what are your overall thoughts on these? I don't care for the pal dog, but Cody Smith McPhee was actually pretty. I don't know. He was pretty good actors, kid. But I don't. I don't know. I just hate that movie so much. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna say I'm kind of I'm happy about the dad because like I really love the dad in Coda. He's so sweet and he's so he's so adorable and I think he's he, like he him playing as a is can I okay I'm I'm, I'm gonna sorry if I'm because I, I don't really know much is Troy Kotzer is he actually deaf? Yes, every single actor in the movie that Yay. is deaf is deaf in real life because it's a, it's a remake of another movie. Um, I can't remember the name. I'll have to look it up here. Um, and that movie was actually criticized because they had hearing actors playing mm -hmm. oh. the deaf character. So when they re were remaking it, that was the big thing as they were determined they were going to have deaf actors playing these characters, which is the way it should always be. So yes, he he is he is yes. Okay, well I'm happy because some I didn't really care much for some of the supporting. I already knew who I think I wanted to win. Yes, I I'm I'm okay with the supporting actor. So I just okay. So yeah, 
That was the most ho hum response you've had. So I don't know. Like, no, no, it was fine. Usually, it's fine. It's fine. I, I'm usually I'm I'm all about supporting actors, but this no, one, it's like, fine. I, I know I am. No, because because basically I'm always like I'm always rooting for supporting actors. Like in sorry, but this year I just don't feel with any of them besides the dad in Dakota. And the rest, and, and J.K. Simon's always goddamn funny because I mean I, I I can't take him. He's so serious, but also I don't know. Like he's like in the Ricardo. Like he's I I don't know. He's he, I, I have a meh for him. <laughs> the the actors because I don't know if you if you guys like J.K. Simon's. I'm sorry, but um he's just always a meh actor for me. But yeah, that's my response. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> So, Aaron, do you have any, do you have thoughts on these? <laughs> yeah, I think these are great. I haven't seen Belfast, so I cannot talk about that one. But, yeah, I think for, I like Jesse Plemons a lot. So, despite the weirdness of that movie, I thought he was really great in it. Um, but I do like Troy Kotzer, I think the best. He he was so good. That was I, we'll talk about it later, but that's a great movie. He was such a like so good at just playing like a dad and like a dorky, embarrassing dad, but like lovey. Mm -hmm. He was adorable. I think he was great. So yeah, I he's by far my favorite, but I think this is probably a pretty good lineup too. I think anybody it it can maybe go any direction jk simmons i do like him but i don't know if that was like his best performance but I, i'm trying i'm thinking like no i like him in a lot of things but yeah. i don't know if this was like, like an a outstanding performance of his yeah. better than any of the others i guess i like him in, in spider-man <laughs> yelling at everybody all the time yeah that is uh, yeah well, I've only seen The Power of the Dog and Coda, so I've seen three of these. And even though I don't like The Power of the Dog, I think both of these performances are good, especially Cody Smith-McPhee. And I and I love Jesse Plemons. I really, really love Jesse Plemons. I think he's a fantastic actor. I, you know, and he was really good in this, too. And I think Troy was amazing, too. I, I love the movie Coda a lot. Uh, so... I'm really happy about that nomination as well. And once again, happy for some representation there as far as like, with at least yeah. the casting wise, everybody needs to do that. So overall, from the ones I've seen, even though I'm not a fan of The Power of the Dog, I still think the performances were good. So mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So Angela, I don't know if this one's going to be hard for you, but oh, no. who it's do you easy, predict? Easy. Okay. Troy okay. Custer. Okay. <laughs> that was, that was. That was you would you guys would agree with me, correct? <laughs> right, right. That's 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 who you think's winning, right? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Aaron, yeah, I agree, Troy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do too. Plus, he's been winning everything. So, <laughs> so, so another one that we all agree on. Um, <laughs> okay, and then do you think anyone was snubbed, Angela? Not that I kind of think of. No one. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to apologize. Yeah, not that I can think of though, but mm -mm, no. No. Okay. Um, Aaron, is there anyone that you think was snubbed? Gosh, no, I was trying to look at the list and I agree. I 
I'm okay with these. Wait, I, I can't really think of anything. <laughs> oh, do you have oh, a good one? Angela thought of somebody. Aaron, I think I know where you're. Aaron Marlowe, I think I know where you're gonna say. <laughs> you're gonna say, yeah, I think I know. You're gonna say, oh, it's gonna be Riley Cooper from Licorice Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was gonna say it as a joke because I actually don't think it was nomination worthy. But I was gonna say it as a joke because I love Bradley Cooper so damn much. I was gonna <laughs> that one. He was a comic relief in that one. I, I actually, it was so good. Licorice Pizza was so goddamn boring as fuck, and I just hate. I just don't. I don't. I just. I don't. Oh. Yeah, we'll get to that one when we get to I the was, best picture. But Bradley Cooper made it a little bit. Made it a comic relief. I was. I was. Yes, happy he, he was, was there. the best part. He was the best part of the whole movie, and he was in there for less than ten minutes. So yeah. I, so I was jokingly going to say that, but I'm having a hard time. I was also jokingly going to say, um, you know, Finn Whitrock from Malvere, but I actually don't think that. But I was going to jokingly say that. And then I was like trying to think of others. I honestly can't think of anyone in this category, which is weird because usually I would be like, oh, this person, this person, this person. But I can't. I'm sure once we're done, it'll come to me again because I was racking my brain when I was before we started this <laughs> to think and I couldn't. I can't. So, yeah. Um, but I'll just say Bradley Cooper again because I love you, Bradley. I'm still free. <laughs> you better take her. <laughs> yeah, come on. Take me to the Academy Awards. Or just take me anywhere. Well, take me anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> um, okay, so let's move on to actress in a supporting role. So the nominees are Jesse Buckley in The Lost Daughter, Ariana de DeBose, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing your last name. I'm sorry. In West Side Story, Judy Dench in Belfast, Kirsten Dunst in The Power of the Dog, and Anjanou Ellis in King Richard. So are you, overall, are you happy with these nominees, Angela? Well, you know how I feel about, like, just women in general. It's just great. They're just so, like... Oh, I, I love I love them all. They're 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 all amazing, and it's just hard to choose like you know who's going to be. But yes, I am happy. I'm happy. Good, <laughs> good. Wow, that was that was that was. I just like cute. it's so, just hard because like they're just it, you know yeah. how I feel like when it comes to just actors, and I just want because I'm all about women, and like I just want them all. Yeah. and I just like they're all just amazing. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, Aaron, are you overall, are you happy about this? Yeah, I think this is a good group as well. I think these are all really great actresses. So I have no arguments about any of these people. None of their faces annoy me. None of their voices annoy me. <laughs> it's great. None of their faces annoy me. None of their voices annoy me. It's fine. So Everyone closes their mouth when they're not talking. <laughs> Um, so I have only seen, uh, well, I've seen three of these. So West Side Story, The Power of the Dog and King Richard. I am not a fan of West Side Story, but the, the performance was good. Her performance was good. I she's do a, not. She's Anita, right? She plays Anita. Yeah. Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not a Kirsten Dunst fan, I'll be honest. So 
I'm going to just not say anything about that. Um, I think Anthony Ellis is amazing in King Richard, and I'm so glad she was nominated. That's the one thing I just want to say. I think that that's the one I'm the happiest about of all of these. Judy Dench is like Meryl Streep. She would get nominated for Walking Across the Street. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, Angela, is this one hard for you to predict who you think is going to win? I am having to choose between because I love, and I'm sorry, if I, I'm not really good at pronouncing people names. Uh, on how do you how do you pronounce her name? Angelou Ellis. Ellis. Angelou. Angelou. Yeah, I'm bad okay. at pronouncing names. Okay, so. Angelou. So she is so amazing in King Richard, and also just like also, I mean, Judy Dench. She's I love her. A lot in Belfast. She was so funny in this one and so wholesome. And I love her on the um and then also Ariana DeBose playing at Anita was also really good. Um, even though I have issue with West Side stories, even though that movie did make me cry, but I also have issue with it too. I also feel conflicted. Um so um but um I'm gonna say um Anui and and I Anjanu Ellis. Anjanu <laughs> Ellis is who I'm going to pick. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who are you going to pick, Aaron? Well, I've only seen two of these, which sucks so bad. But Kristen Dunst was okay in The Power of the Dog. Again, I think that was the whole movie was just weird. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> Ariana DeBose was really good in West Side Story um, and despite its problems it is kind of one of my favorite musicals as well besides the I know it's got some problems but I think she was great in that so and I you know you're right Judy Dench is going to win everything forever and she deserves to win everything forever so I just think she's going to get nominated, anything. not necessarily win everything. I just think she'll she's get nominated. So great. She is so great. So I'm going to go with Ariana because I do think I, I enjoyed the movie on its face value. I enjoyed the movie. This one was the hardest one for me to predict who's going to win because I'm, I'm not sure. I'm going to go with... Anjanou Ellis, that's who I predict might win, but I think this is the one I'll, I, I, I don't know. This Oof. is the one I'm the most conflicted about. If there was anyone you thought was snubbed in um, supporting actor, Angela? Not that I know of, really. So, Aaron? Again, no. No. Nothing that stood out of, like, I was angry yeah. about it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, you know, it's weird. Nothing on this one either. I know there are people that I think were, but I'm just, but I'm okay. I, I don't, nothing that I was too upset about. I will say that nothing that really was like, oh, I can't believe this got snubbed. So, um, okay. So, and I'm surprised I'm not even mentioning any like horror or anything like that either. Because <laughs> horror is always snubbed. Uh, except for I could have mentioned Rebecca Hall and Best Actress. She was also snubbed because she was great in The Night House. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so adapted screenplay, the nominees are Coda, screenplay by Cien Header. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that, Drive My Car by, oh, I'm going to so mispronounce this, two people, Ryosuke Hamaguchi and Takamasi Oi, Dune, screenplay by John Fetz and Dennis Villeneuve and Eric Roth. The Lost Daughter by Maggie Gyllenhaal, The Power of the Dog by Jane Campion. And we'll just do both of these together. And then screenplay, original screenplay, the nominees are Belfast by Kenneth Branagh, Don't Look Up by Adam McKay, um, story by Adam McKay and David Sirota, King Richard by Zach Balin, Licorice Pizza by Paul Thomas Anderson, and The Worst Person in the World by Eskiel Voigt and Josim Trier, I apologize. I butchered a bazillion names there. <laughs> so uh, for all these screenplays, just your overall thoughts, Angela, are you happy with these nominees? I am, I am happy. I don't really, like I say, I don't give really a fuck about the power dogs or the licorice pizza. Uh, I am I am so happy that the worst person in the world is in the original screenplay because, wow, that was a roller coaster. And I just remember watching it in theater, just like, I can just relate to this character so much of just, you know, midlife crisis, um, just changing different careers, relationships, going through st- stuff, doing shrooms, up, <laughs> not, that I not, that, not that I have done any, not that I have done oops, but yes, um, I'm just happy the worst person in the world uh, is in is in that category. I just really love it so much. Um, Coda, yes, happy with it. Drive my car, hell yes. I'm I'm happy. I'm just all these. I'm just really happy about it. The just the other two movies I didn't really care much about. So yes, I am happy about. I'm happy about it. So okay. Mm-hmm. Aaron, are you, do, what are your thoughts? Are you happy? Yeah, I think these are good. I do. I like Don't Look Up. I think that was a good movie. I don't know if it was like, I don't think it got snubbed anywhere that it should have been. Leonardo DiCaprio was actually really good. Now that I think about it, I do. He was pretty good, just being frantic, panicked all the time. But I think that was a really great movie. And yeah, it was well written. I think it, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. And the scene with the song was very scare me like of that just absolutely ridiculous <laughs> song. That's a great comparison. Right? <laughs> I would have never thought of that until you said that. That's totally a, like that's what that reminded me of instantly. <laughs> it's this silly song in the middle of a movie. But um, yeah, I think these are really good. I really like Coda. I think it was my favorite movie that I watched out of all of the movies on any of these lists. So I'm glad that that's in here. 
I mean, overall, they're they're okay for the ones I've seen. I do like some of I do like them. Um, I I like King Richard a lot. I wish I had gotten the chance to see the worst person in the world because of what I've heard about it. And I love Coda. Like I said, I love Coda. Um, and I love King Richard. Don't look up for me was so incredibly flipping triggering. And I watched it on Christmas Eve and I was a total depressed mess on Christmas. Uh, it was the worst mistake. I think it's an important movie. I do want to say, I think the discourse around it and the fact that the filmmakers and screenwriters, um, you know, David's interesting thing about David Sirota. I used to listen to David Sirota here in Colorado. He's, he's he was here and he, I don't know if he still lives here and he did um, a talk radio show. Uh, he's very, very, very liberal. And I used to listen to his show every morning on the way to work years and years ago. And so I loved David Sirota and then I've kind of, my love of him has kind of gone downhill a little bit, but uh, he's one of the ones and other people that were attacking people, any critics who criticized this movie and said it wasn't good. And I want to say just because a critic is criticizing a movie and says it isn't good, doesn't mean they aren't pro in pro saving the environment. Mm -hmm. Like people have said, I just want to throw that out there because I hated that discourse because I, I th I'm perfectly fine. If you don't like the movie, it doesn't mean you're a horrible person. Okay. It doesn't mean you're not for saving the world. It can be very heavy handed. That's the way Adam McKay is. I think the big short is still the best one he has done, but he can be heavy handed. So I just want to put that out there because it really irritated the crap out of me because I like the movie, but just because someone's criticizing, it doesn't mean they are anti-environment yeah, as I saw some exactly. people say. I'm like, give me a It's break. triggering. I, I really anyway. like that movie and I did was just really depressing because very yeah. depressing. But but I understand why people didn't like it. It's I'm I'm don't I don't think you didn't it doesn't mean you didn't like the environment just because you didn't like don't look up. Anyway, <laughs> my thoughts on it. <laughs> I just, you think, I, I don't you think Leonardo DiCaprio got enough for this one. No, I no. do not. I, I, I know. I think he's really good, though. This is the thing: is I, I have issues with Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio in real life because of the fact that he, I think his age thing with women is really <laughs> icky and creepy. But I think he is a phenomenal actor. And what I appreciated about his performance in this, as I have said for years, and we mentioned it on our comedy drama um, episode not too long ago. I have said for years, I wanted him to do comedy because I think he's he was good in Catch Me If You Can doing comedic stuff. And I wanted him to do more of those roles. And so I liked him in this because there was a comedic aspect to the character. And of course, he's going to do this because, you know, the environment is his big passion. Yes. So yeah. of course, he's going to do a movie about that. Uh, and so I thought he was really good. I don't think he was necessarily snubbed. I'm fine. He didn't get nominated. I mean, he's so... But I think he's a really good actor, despite how creepy it is with his whole <laughs> women thing. I don't know. It just it just really creeps me out. And I want to say, Paul Thomas Anderson is my favorite writer and director. But I hate Licorice Pizza. And it breaks my flippin' heart to hate something that my screenwriting idol wrote and directed. But... The age thing in this movie is so flippin' uh, icky, 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 because it's never thought of as icky, and it, 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 it. I just don't like it, and other things too, and 
so I'm very sad. It's very heartbreaking to me because this was my most anticipated movie. And I'm still, I still, Magnolia is still my all-time favorite movie. We're still going to discuss it in November when Finn Whitrock, Whitrock comes on and discusses this movie with me. <laughs> I'm still putting that out there to the universe. This will happen. <laughs> um, but but I'm just very disappointed with that. So, so I want to know, Angela, do you have any predictions on this of who you think is going to win adapted and then original screenplay? Uh, so, so, uh, so, adapted once, so adapted oh. once again is Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Last Daughter, or The Power of the Dog. Do you have a prediction for who you think is going to win in that? <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm having to choose between Coda and Drive My Car. Who do you think is going to win? It's not who your favorite is. <laughs> who do you think is going to win? Dakota's going to win, but I also want to drive my car to win. <laughs> so you want to tie? I want to tie. I gotta want to tie. Um, Dakota, I have a feeling Dakota's going to win on this. Um, drive my car is just so. It's just it, there was a point in drive my car that was so boring as fuck, but maybe I was I watched it like super late that that night, but. It was it was really good too, and I Coda's going to take this award. Um, if not, if 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 for some reason Drive My Car did take it, I will scream and I will just strip. No, I won't strip. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's not going to be on the live stream anyway, <laughs> because we can't. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so, do you have a prediction here, Aaron? <laughs> Is there anyone on here that would make you strip if it won? Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I I hope Coda will get it. I do. I there's People seem to really like Jane Campion for some reason. But I really, I think Coda will get it because I think it's just a better movie. So that's what we're going to go with. Okay. And I re I'm so sad that I haven't seen Belfast yet because I do really love Kenneth Branagh. I think well, he's well, great. We'll do that in the next in the year. Oh, okay. We're, we're doing the adapted okay. Yeah. 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 But, uh, I'm predicting, sadly, the power of the dog. Everybody. No, don't say Don't put it out there. <laughs> well, <laughs> these are my predictions. This isn't necessarily who I want to win. I would pick Coda, but this is my prediction. Yeah. You <laughs> um, might be right. Darn it. <laughs> so I'm not, I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, all you film geeks out there. I know I'm a film geek too, and I know most film geeks love this movie, but I do not like Jane Campion. and I do not like this movie. Okay. So for Rich. For, and then I'll get to snubs. But for original screenplay, between Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World, who do you think is going to win this one, Angela? I know. I want The Worst Person in the World to win. I, It's going to win. I'm going to say it's going to win. I'm going to manifest it. You're manifesting it. Manifest it right now. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, I mean, I just have... There's part of me just felt like licorice pizza. Just goddamn gonna take the damn board. <laughs> but I'm just gonna manifest to the worst person in the world. Doing it. Doing it. I'm, that's, okay. that's who I'm gonna who I'm gonna choose. Okay. And Aaron, who do you predict is gonna win? I'm gonna say Belfast. Gonna go with it. 
Okay. And that's what I'm saying too. I'm not sure on this one, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm predicting. So, okay. So we're going to get to best director here. So I have to go back in my ah. pages here. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Were there any screenplays you thought were snubbed, Angela? Not that I know of. Uh, did you have any snubs for screenplay? No, because I don't know that much about writing okay. and stuff anyway. So I have no arguments. Um, I'm going to just quickly say The Night House. I thought The Night House was really beautifully and wonderfully written. So I'm picking up with a horror movie because horror is so incredibly snubbed all the time. So I, I'm going to pick that one. Okay, so now we're going to do directing. And the nominees are Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. I apologize for mispronouncing names here. Um, Ryusuke... Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog, and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. So are you happy with these nominees, Angela? She look, you look like you're like stewing <laughs> as you're, you're disappearing into your steps and you're going to be walking into the academy and saying these are the who you should have nominated i so. just like let's stand up and just like look at him <laughs> this is like the curse of just watching all of these movies because i just have feelings on all of them emotional feelings and just it's just weird because like three of these movies i like i'm just I'm mad about because i don't really give a fuck about it um but if anything, I would say I'm I'm just only happy for just two of two. I'm happy for two of of it, so I'm happy for that. Two of my favorite ones are there. Um, although West Side of the Stories, I did like enjoyed it. I mean, I did cry about it, um, even though there was issues with it. So, but I hate movie that gave me conflicted feeling, and West Side of the Story was one of them. Um, <laughs> So yes, I um yes, so I'm I'm uh, I'm just happy that Drive My Car is in it because it was it was totally deserving. Aaron, are are you happy with these nominees? Are you stewing? Are you <laughs> going to go storm the academy? Oh my gosh. I'm no, I'm not that angry, but again, I haven't seen the terrible licorice pizza yet. So I guess we'll see. <laughs> you must a lot of people it. love it. A lot of okay, people good. love it. So it's. I don't, after what you guys have told me, I don't want to see it now. I'm going to, I'll wait until it's on something for free, but now yeah. I just don't want to see it at all. Uh, eventually it'll be on Netflix or something. Right. I like these. I think they're fine. <laughs> I do think that West Side Story was directed very well. I think it brought the whole old Broadway sort of feel to the screen. I think that was done really well. Um, I don't know. Yeah, The Power of the Dog. I think we're done talking about that. We should just pretend that doesn't exist in the rest of these nominations. We should not talk about that anymore. <laughs> it's like, how do you direct the most boring movie in the world? Mm -hmm. Let people wander around and do whatever they want for three hours. So. Three hours. I felt like there. I felt like there's always this one movie that we just say fuck it. Right? Wasn't there like one movie last year that I just 
there was one movie that I really hate last year. Yeah, what was that one last which year? Which movie was it? I'm... Oh my gosh, I can't believe I can't remember which one because it was so awful. It, just <laughs> it was so awful and I was so mind. bad. What um, the hell was that? Now I can't. Uh, I'm going to have to look that up now and I'm figure out what it up. was. We'll have to find out. Yeah, because there was one that we were just like, like, fuck you and fuck this and fuck all of that. Mank. Was it Mank? Yes. Yeah. It was, no, yes, it no. was Mank. Was it Mank? Yes, it Mank? because you kept saying fuck Mank during the whole <laughs> thing. Yes, that's what it was. That's what it was. I mean, it was also were, extremely boring. It was so boring. <laughs> you were very angry. I remember you were so angry about that one. You were like furious. Yes. So overall, I mean, I haven't seen Drive My Car or Belfast. I do not. I'm not a Steven Spielberg fan. I will say that off. Uh, off, you know, I'm just not a Spielberg fan. And I don't like West Side Story because it's so much like Romeo and Juliet. And I hate the story of Romeo and Juliet. So that's why I hate it. I think it's awful. I think um, I was watching it going, we don't need this. We do not need another West Side Story. So sorry. I was not a fan. I thought it was pretty to look at. Good singing. Some of the acting was good. Some of the actors are horrible people in real life. (laughs) 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 And predators. So, yeah. Um, But that wasn't known at the time of filming. So I do I do want to say that. Um, at least I don't think, I mean, people may have known on there, but I don't think they did on there. But anyway, and once again, I will again say my heartbreak over my favorite director disappointing me in such a profound way. Of course, that's Paul Thomas Anderson. So, you know, normally that would have been who I would have probably been rooting for. So, uh, Angela. Yes. Who you think is going to win? Who do you predict is going to win? Drive my car. I thought you said rock my car. I'm like, <laughs> rock my car. <laughs> I mean, I could also That's what Angela's going to do if <laughs> drive my car wins. She's going to strip and then rock my car. Sorry. <laughs> so, Aaron A., who do you predict is going to win this? I think. It will be West Side Story. A Aaron's face. No, she's done. No, I just think that's interesting. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think, yeah, out of all of these, if I have to pick one, I guess. Of who you think, think's going to win. It doesn't mean you right. win. Well, I have a hard time separating yeah, those two I know, things. I know. I do. But yeah, I think West Side Story, especially because like it's Steven Spielberg also. I know everybody loves him besides yeah. Aaron. Everyone but Aaron loves him. <laughs> I just he's not my cup of tea. So I I'm sorry, my panelists, but Jane Campion is winning this. There is no way in the world anyone else is winning this. She's winning everything. I think she even won the director's guild award. So I will be shocked beyond belief if she does not win this award. I'm not saying I want her to. I'm just saying that's what's gonna <laughs> happen and i want to say really quickly i am so upset with myself because the biggest snub this year honestly is the movie mass that's the biggest snub of the year and i want to just quickly say that it should be nominated directing writing every single performance in that movie should have been nominated it is one of the best movies ever made and the fact that 
four performances that are four of the best performances I have ever seen, period, were not nominated. And they're all actors and actresses that are over 40 years old. And it's amazing. So go watch Mass. It's an incredible movie. It's very, very gut-wrenching, very hard to watch. Uh, but it's it's so, so flipping good. So I am really ashamed of myself that I didn't say that. I cannot believe I didn't because I've been pissed about this for weeks. So apologies, Mass. So putting that out there. So then are there any directors you are upset didn't get nominated, Angela? No? Not that I know. Not that I know of. <laughs> You're like looking around. <laughs> <laughs> cricket, cricket, cricket. <laughs> Not that I know of. I think I'm just. No, no, nope. nope. I will put that. You said it was mass on yes, that. It's so good. I will put that on my. Ooh, it's so watch. good. Okay. It is so flipping good. Yeah, I, I, I would love to see it as a play too because it's very much like a play. It's, Ooh. it's yeah. It's it's uh, if you don't know what it's about, just to prepare you, it is about two sets of parents that come together in the basement of a church to meet and talk and. One set of the parents were parents of uh, of their son was murdered in a school shooting. And the other parents are the parents of the boy who murdered people in this mm. school shooting. And it's it's an amazing film. You never see the school shooting. Um, oh, it's just all about this conversation about their sons. And it's 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 a beautiful, beautiful. Any film. triggering that I should be aware of? Uh, well, they talk a lot about um, mental health and... Uh, violence and stuff like that um so yeah it's i mean it can be triggering just because of the subject matter they're talking about school shootings very you know the after effect of of some violence violence like that so yeah but it's it's superb it's absolutely i think it's probably the best movie of last year honestly i will put that on my list to watch it's it's so good um so aaron are there any snubs for you i don't think so I do want to mention, I, I think it's weird that West Side Story got so, not like so many, but more than one nomination, but In the Heights didn't get any. And I think those were both great movies for what they were. I know they both had mm-hmm. problems, um, but I just thought that was interesting um, that Steven Spielberg like got a nomination for West Side Story and John M. Chu didn't get one for in the heights even though i think those were equally good movies so i thought that was really interesting that i don't think in the heights isn't anything at all um but nothing's like making me really mad or anything okay so now let's move on to best picture the nominees for best picture are belfast the producers who are nominated are laura berwick kenneth branagh becky kovic kovacic and tamar thomas Coda producers Philippi Rosalit Fabrice Gianfermi, <laughs> apologize, and Patrick Washberger. Don't look up producers Adam McKay and Kevin Messick. Drive My Car producer Tarusha Yamamoto. Dune producers Mary Parent, Dennis Villeneuve, and Kale Boiter. King Richard producers Tim White, Trevor White, and Will Smith. Licorice Pizza producers Sarah Murphy, Adam Sumner, and Paul Thomas Anderson. Nightmare Alley producers Guillermo del Toro, J. Miles Dale, and my boyfriend Bradley Cooper. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding about that. 
<laughs> are you are you kidding about that? <laughs> the power of the dog, Jane Campion, Tanya Segitchin, Emil Sherman, Ian Canning, and Roger Frapier producers, and West Side Story, Steven Spielberg and Christy Makasuko Krieger producers. So, Angela, your overall thoughts on Best Picture. Are you happy with these nominees overall? I know there are some movies on here you hate, but are you happy with them overall? I am happy. I guess, like, I, I'm just, is it me or it just seems like it's, there's a lot of Best Pictures this year? Like, it well, seems there a can, lot. There can be up to 10 this year. We've 10? got. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, seven, I think there's eight, ten. Nine. Yeah, there's ten, which is the first time that's happened. I think. I, that's why I was looking like, holy crap! Like, I'm just wow. Also, there was just there's a lot of movies that are being snubbed, and I'm just a little bit pissed about it. Like, you know, the Ayo Tammy Frey, like, you know, tick tick boom. There are just some other. Oh, sorry, I don't know why I'm sorry going snub already, but I'm I, I I'm happy that there's like you know. The movie that I really like is in it, like Coda and Drive My Car. You know, I am always going to root for them. Belfast was also really good too. Um, so, because the thing is, though, it's like there's few that I really love, but there's other ones, most of them that I don't really give a fuck about, and I just hate. Um, and so, I, I have a feeling that my chance of having my favorite pictures of winning is. Very low. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I will, you know, it's going to be very tricky because, you know, even though some that I really hate, you know, people really work hard on this and, like, you know, so yeah. I have a feeling I'm going to, going to really, you know, strip of anger. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever I failed, it could be strip up of like yes, or strip of angers, or just strip of cry. You're just gonna strip anyway. You're just gonna, no matter what happens. Angela's gonna strip. <laughs> That's gonna be her reaction. Don't worry, I'll make sure that I will wear something under it so that it's just like. I don't yeah, don't rip, don't so. do that on the live stream because we will get kicked off of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Aaron A, are you happy with these nominees or pissed? Are you going to strip in anger? You going to strip in joy? <laughs> no, I'll strip in confusion. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> so confused. What's <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I'm confused why some are on this list because they were good movies, but I don't think they were best picture worthy. I, I don't know. Um, I First of all, my first confusion is why did they have to open it up to 10 in the first place? That seems silly to me. Just pick five. I feel like five on this list would have been fine. Like, Don't Look Up, I think, was a good movie, but I don't know if it's best picture worthy. Uh, the same thing with Dune. We haven't talked about how boring Dune is yet, but I'm like going to go there. I kind of like Dune. I, oh my, it was, I skipped I it. I don't like those kind of I movies love, at I all. I actually like Dune. <laughs> I love sci-fi type of movies and things like that, but I've never been a Dune fan. I don't see why it needed to be remade. And I, it, oh my God, why are all these movies so long? Also, <laughs> yeah. 
Can we talk about how every single movie on this list is over two hours long? Some of them up to three hours long. Yeah. Why are your movies so long? I just don't have the patience, apparently. But the Batman movie was three hours long. That's why, like, drive my car. I do want to see that, but I cannot watch three hours of subtitles. You guys know how I I handle subtitles in the my issue. Yeah, my issue with driving my car was like it was too damn long. It was three hours of just yeah. Like some yeah. of it was really great, but there was some that was just unnecessary. Like yeah, I went to watch it, and it was like three hours and two minutes or something. I'm like, oh, I don't, nope, I don't have the patience for that right now. So I'm gonna have to be in the right mood for that. But yeah, I know why the power of the dog is on here. I don't agree with it, <laughs> but um, the dog, right? Oh, poor Jane Campion. We're so mean to I'm her. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but like. <laughs> Like your movie. It's just I don't know, man. But then there are some ones that, yeah, I think the ones we've talked about already, I think do deserve to be on here. Coda, Belfast, mm-hmm. um, King Richard, Nightmare Alley, I think was one of my favorites. So I think it's a fairly good list. I just don't know why it needs to be 10. I feel like we could have survived with five. Well, the the reason, you know, the, the reason they, the Academy changed the rules a while ago and allowed it so that there could be up to 10 Best Picture nominees is because of the Dark Knight. It's called the Dark Knight rule in a way because um, people were very pissed that the Dark Knight did not get a Best Picture nomination because, you know, that was the last year when they didn't have, where they just had five. And so they expanded it and to in their way to try and include movies in genres that are normally snubbed by the Academy. Oh, why only but, this picture? If they're going to have 10, they need to give everybody 10, right? Is well, yeah, no, people have talked about that, that there should doesn't be, make sense to me. that why? there should be 10 in every, oh, I, I like it being 10, so frankly, I like it because there have been some movies that are smaller, really independent movies that probably would not have gotten nominated without that rule. Um, but I, but I, but I see what you're saying. I think, you know, I'm, I haven't seen Dune, I haven't seen Drive My Car, and that's, and Belfast. Those are the only ones of these I haven't seen. I, like I said, I don't like West Side Story, I don't like Power of the Dog. I was very happy to see Nightmare Alley make it in here, because Nightmare Alley, before Nightmare Alley came out, everybody was like, this movie is amazing, it's going to be nominated for everything, and then it just kind of flopped. And, you know, that makes me sad after I saw it. Um, and I was very happy to see Bradley get a nomination. <laughs> <laughs> Not the nomination. He is so for. damn handsome in that movie. Yes. Wow. Full nudity and everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes, my boyfriend. <laughs> totally wait, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry, I'm sorry, I need to back away. <laughs> no, it's not just getting around. <laughs> no, as long as you let me have Megan Fox. You can have Megan Fox. That's oh, yeah, fine. of course I'll have Megan Fox. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so I was very happy that got nominated. Um, and King Richard. I think King Richard is very good. I think King Richard doesn't get the respect it deserves, frankly, in the film community because i think it's a really good movie i already talked about my feelings about don't look up and how i think it's a great movie but it was so dang triggering for me oh my gosh ruined my christmas (laughs) i'm suing you adam mckay just kidding i'm totally kidding 
But yeah, so overall, I mean, I'm so-so. I'm 50-50 on this list. I think of all of these, Coda is my favorite of all of these. Um, and then I'd say Nightmare Alley is my second favorite on this list. So Is that who oh, you're going to choose? For who's no. going to win? Oh, no. no. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> no. Nightmare Alley doesn't stand a chance in hell. It's Its oh. nomination is its win. So <laughs> it doesn't have a chance. So, Angela? Who do you predict is going to... I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to break your heart, but who do you think is going to win? Um, I'm just totally broken her heart. I'm just like, I'm so mad at this, Liz. I'm so mad at this. Because, like... This stuff. doesn't mean... It's just who you think's going to win. It doesn't... I you're just not have a feeling the power of dog's going to take home almost everything. And I'm just, like, so goddamn mad at it. And I'm just like... Uh, it's the make for you this year. <laughs> the make of me this year. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, so um, it's, and it's, I just hate it so much because Mank was like, "Fuck Mank!" It was so easy. It was so aggressive, and then it was like, "The power dog was too much worse." <laughs> Fuck the power dog! It's like, just to make me too much work to get angry out of it. <laughs> so I knew power dog was going to take to take home this picture. I just have a really bad feeling about it. Um, bad feeling. I really, I'm just going to say, we that can't should... do tie. Can we do tie? No, because there will never be a tie. But I mean, you can if you want to. But this is my world now, Aaron. <laughs> yes, you can do it if you want to. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to just go with uh, the one who's going to win is uh, is either Coda or Drive My Car. But that's just also by his opinions. But deep down, okay. I knew that Power of the Dog is probably going to like sneakily, you know, hurt me. And take that award home. So, so Aaron, who are you? What what picture are you predicting is going to win? Yeah, I want so badly for it to be Coda, like so bad. But I, I know the Academy makes terrible decisions and is going to pick the power of the dog. I'm sure that's what's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to make us so mad. That's what I'm predicting too. No sadly. clothes will be had on at that point. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come on the live stream naked. We won't really <laughs> protest. Do that? And I will protest it right now. Protest. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm going to prepare myself and I'm going to just like draw my thing and just prepare it and just like act. <laughs> We're not gonna do that. Oh my god. Um, so Angela, were there any snubs here for you? Any any film yeah, you think was the Izo Temi Faye? Um that one I was really because I really liked that movie a lot. Um uh, so um and who else I also felt oh wait, no, I didn't matter because that's an international movies. Um No, you can say international movies, they're well, allowed to get nominated. Well no, 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 no well there is the, the, they have their own uh they actually have their own Oh, I know they have their own the category, oh. but they are like "Drive My Car" and that's the worst a, I mean, like the worst, like "Parasite" yeah. got nominated. And okay, yeah. oh yeah, so. you're right. The worst person in the world. Look kind of sad. Yeah, I think a lot angry. of people are upset about. I that, was so. really. Well, I actually well I actually looked back at the list after, and then I was like to to see if the worst person in the world was on the best picture. Nope, nope. They had to choose others. Like, I really like Dune. But I don't think Dune should never ever be in the best picture. I think the worst person in the world should have replaced Dune. 
Um, there's just so much other that just like, yeah, I'm always kind of mad about that because the worst person in the world, like I ball, like I cried, like that was just, it was such a good movie and I really love it so much. And it's just, I just relate so much as a like, individual, just, you know, trying to figure out my life and career. It's just like, it, it, in the way that movie did attack me personally, <laughs> but, like, but it was a good attack. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've heard it's I, I'm really sad I haven't seen it yet because I, I heard it's amazing it. it's, it's so good I think yeah, you would I really love it Erin it's like yeah it's so it seems good. like my kind of movie mm-hmm. it is I really want to watch <laughs> so Erin are there any snubs for you the only one the only one that I'm gonna say that I've mentioned before already is the harder they fall I think that was better, arguably, than some of the movies on this list. So that's the only reason I'll say that. Definitely better than some of the other movies on this list. Uh, I'm going to, again, say Mass, because that movie is absolutely flipping incredible. So I'm so pissed about that. Uh, Yes. Okay, well, um, and did you have any opinions on... uh, foreign language film or uh, or international film sorry it's international film sorry um or um uh, animated film Aaron A I haven't seen I don't okay. think any of them on either of okay. so I am not an, I do not like animated films so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I have no opinion on them um so I know that Angela does so cuz we have time I want to know, and sorry, I'm trying to find the list here of animated and then international feature film, which I'm sorry, I said uh, what I said with foreign language, sorry. Um, So we'll go with international feature film because that's the one that came up first when I'm looking through my pages. So international feature film, the nominees are Drive My Car from Japan, Flea from Denmark, The Hand of God from Italy, Lunana, A Yak in the Classroom from Bhutan, and the worst person in the world from Norway. So are you very, very excited about these? Not excited? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very excited. Yes. I just, in all the international feature films, like, I, like, I just love international. I, I, I made, I want to make sure that I watch all the international film this year, just because it just, it, I feel like to me, it just seems so important that, I don't know, just, you know, like there's just, you know, like a lot of movies are not, are being snubbed because they're because you know they're international, and I just feel like, I just feel like it's so different to see a different cultures of like the way how they write, how they direct their movies, and like the different, you know, costumes and hairstyles. It's just so, it's like it's it, every time I watch a international uh, film, it always gave me culture shock. And um, and I cried in like all of them because I'm a big baby. <laughs> so, um, but yes, I'm I'm actually am sad because like all of these are really good, and I don't know just what to choose from. Um, because you know, Five Five Car is good. Flea is actually animations. Um, international yeah. mm-hmm. is also put as best animation or nominated for animations as that. And oh God, I'm not gonna say it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> animations. Thank you, Angela. Thanks. Okay, I found my word. So, um, 
Flea make me cry because it was talking about like um you know and i love how they so it was based on a true story and i wonder if they made animations because it's actually an interview of a gay person who's escaping from war during afghanistan with his family and, and like trying to survive you know and like it's hard to like hide and he, they, his family had to hide in russia and if they get caught they've been sent back and it was just everything about this was just so Honestly, it makes me feel like closer to my, you know, family because my family, you know, escaped during the Vietnam War and, you know, living as a refugees, you know, the PTSDs that come with it and like always feeling like you always have to survive. You always like, you know, like, you know, it's just and also this person, you know, the character was also like gay and so he was trying to hide himself. So it just relates so much about you know my family and I and I just like cry. It was so it was also dark too. It was kind of there's triggering, rape triggering for I know was surprised for animations. Um, so but like it didn't show it, but you know just just FYI, but really good. And the worst person in the world, I cried in that one too. So I just all these films. Magnificence. I just love them. I I just love them all. So I'm happy with all of it. <laughs> Sorry for talking too no, much. No, 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 no. I'm glad that we covered that because I I felt bad that I didn't get a chance to see some of these because I do think um, we could learn a lot from other films and other countries and also just seeing other stories. Um, and I think we should always broaden our horizons when we can. So and and also just broaden the kind of you know films that i mean some of the best horror movies in the world are <laughs> are from other countries and not from here so we're going to be talking about um asian horror actually during our um horror month yes angela is yeah. down for that one so we mm -hmm. will be talking about that so because some of the best horror movies ever are our asian horror movies are some of the most terrifying too so oh, <laughs> Oh, fucked up yes, story. So messed up and not happy endings a lot of times. So it's like lots of like it makes really... her soul go icky all over for a for a long time. Yeah. Uh, um, like audition is still <laughs> one of the most fucked up movies I've ever seen. Um, have you seen Audition? I have not those. Uh, Sasha told no, me about it. I haven't seen it, remember oh. it but I, I am going to put it. It's probably me because I talk about it all the time. <laughs> I think it was me. you. Then, so. <laughs> yeah, it's messed up. Just the, once you see it, you'll understand when I say the garbage mm -hmm. bag scene. So, yes. No, it's, it's a messed up movie. Very triggering, though. I do want to say it could be triggering for sexual assault. So I want to say that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay, so now we'll talk about animated films. Like I said, I'm not a big into animated film at all. Um, but the nominees are Encanto, Encanto, Flea, Luca, The Mitchells versus the Machines, and Raya and the Last Dragon. So are you happy with these nominees then? Yes, Angela. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I'm just like, it's just like it's very diverse because you have in is it did I pronounce it right? Encanto? Encanto. Encanto. I don't know. It's been mentioned on this podcast like 2,000 times by other panelists in love with the soundtrack. So it's so, and what's so diverse because you have like the Hispanic cultures 
then flee is like you know culture in um i cannot know what the race they are but you know it's in afghanistan's and then you know lucas and then the mitchell and the first mission which one is that one that was a cute family movie trip um but also i was really happy for raya and the last dragon just because the you know you know the person um i can't remember her name that star in it but she was like vietnamese and um actress and so i'm just i'm just so happy that there's just like so many diverse in all of this so yay for diverse i was also surprised i fully got into it i'm actually happy because i did cry so much and it was dark but i i don't think there was other anim dark animation that made it. I was kind of surprised that Flea was in the animations part. And I wonder the only reason why they made animations was because they also said that they, they're trying to cover someone in Dandies. That's probably why they made it to animations because they were interviewing these characters. Mm -hmm. So, but that's they what were I found to it really. Him, yeah, I found him. it. Yeah, I found it really interesting. So, but yes, I'm happy with all of them. Um, I think. I, I have a feeling Encanto is going to win because everybody rage raves about it. So yeah. yeah, although I've heard some people predicting Mitchell versus Mitchell and the Fur Machines, the versus the Machines. But yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at the actresses here: um, Gemma Chan, Kelly Marie Tran. Uh, yes, yes, Kelly Marie Tran. Mm -hmm. Yes, because okay. she plays in the she's she's in the Star Wars. Yeah, isn't yeah, she? Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, Aaron, are there any other really quickly here? Any other ones you want to talk about really quickly? Like any people you want to shout out? Anything mm -hmm. like that? Um, I don't think so. I think we've talked about everything. Um, I do. I always find them very interesting. The categories for like production design and visual effects. I think those are kind of almost my favorites. And music. I feel like the music ones are really important. But I don't, I don't know if those probably won't make it onto the main uh, airing, probably. Um, but I thought there was some really good nominations, especially I think the visual effects always has like all of my nerdy movies in it. So yeah. that makes me happy. Happy St. G is in there for a visual effect. So happy. Yeah. Yeah, there was some good ones in there. We won't talk about Dune. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Shang-Chi and Spider-Man makes me happy that those were, were in there. Um, but yeah, I don't have, I think we've talked about mm -hmm. most of the things that I had on my list. Okay. Um, I'll just say for cinematography, I was really happy to see Nightmare Alley nominated because I think Nightmare Alley is a very beautiful film to look at. Uh, very luscious in a way and also just it sets the mood very well so i i really like the cinematography and a lot of production design everything for that one and the makeup and everything like that so i was happy to see it in cinematography really happy about that one um i want to say really quickly for a snub one in documentary i'm still upset that the documentary val was snubbed about val kilmer i think that was a phenomenal documentary we'll be talking about val kilmer during my birthday month so I know Paula is going to be on that one. I know Paula and I will talk about that documentary because we both love that documentary. So, yeah. So this has been a lot of fun. Again, thank you both for being my Oscar people. 
and joining me and um and I and when you see my boyfriend Bradley on the red carpet, Angela. Why is it me? Why is it me? Because you're on the red carpet right now. Oh, oh right. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> so when do you see him? She's just sitting there waiting for him. Yes, give him my number. Tell him to reach out. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up <laughs> before we get into trouble. Um, <laughs> I think we're already in trouble. I know. <laughs> We're way past that. Uh, so, Angela, yes. where can the people find you other than at the red carpet waiting for the Academy Awards to start? This is where we meet at the red carpet at <laughs> 7 p. Is it 7 p.m. that they air? 7 p.m. Uh, I think they start. Yeah, well, sure, but the red carpet not? starts a couple hours before that. So, yeah, a couple hours. So, 4 p.m. <laughs> right here, the red carpet. <laughs> I don't mind. I, I can just book the plane right now and just go. <laughs> Angela's going to be like, I'm on That'll the red fine. carpet for real. <laughs> you know what? That would be amazing. That would be amazing. You should do that. You should I'm totally do that. Film and get a bunch of the nominees. I'd be like, come here. In the, hunt for, in the hunt for Bradley Aaron. Cooper's. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. Yes, you can find me. Sorry, you can find me at Instagram at teo.khong. Um, that's where I would be. So, go follow me. Not, not that I'm desperate, but. <laughs> and Aaron A, where can they find you? Uh, yes, I am on the Instagram and the Twitter at Geek and Sew. So I do a geek and I sew things. Awesome. She could sew you an Academy. Uh, dress. <laughs> Sew some clothes for naked Bradley Cooper. <laughs> you don't have to sew clothes for Bradley Cooper. No, 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 no. Very small clothes. Small clothes. Very small clothes for Bradley Cooper. <laughs> You'll have too much to drink tonight. <laughs> this is Erin. You can follow me on Twitter at E April Beauty. The E and the A and the B are capitalized. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one on Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod on TikTok at it's a fandom thing pod. If you would like to be a potential interview guest on this show, Bradley Finn, <laughs> my whole list, Christian so Bale above Bradley. everybody. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson, even though I'm mad, I still would love to have you on. <laughs> we have questions, Paul we Thomas have Anderson. Questions. We have questions for you. <laughs> yeah, I have questions for you. No, but I, you know, I still love you. Even though I didn't like your film, I still love you. Um, reach out to us at it's a fandom thing pod at gmail.com. So remember, tomorrow night, since this is dropping Friday, so March 26th, not tomorrow night, it's 12 hours, Aaron. Get it together. <laughs> Uh, we're doing our marathon live stream event on March 26th, starting at 10 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, 9 Pacific, 11 Central, 12 Eastern, until 10 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 9 Pacific, 11 Central, 12 Eastern, marathon live stream event. We're going to have guest podcasts like Bed, Wed, Behead, 
we're having sort of brilliant. We're having sudden but inevitable. Big reputations pod. My podcast brain twin. My streaming bubble. Um, we're having nerd alert news. Has an announcement about a convention. Green shirt podcast. Um, TA2 Squid podcast. It's the first time they've ever done anything with us. So they're going to be on. I feel like I'm missing someone. I'm sorry if I am. I will edit in later. I apologize. And then we are also going to be my Finn crew, Aaron, the other Aaron, me, Jen, and Susie will be joining me to do a deep dive into the movie. Oh, we lost Aaron. Into the to the movie Deep Water. So we will be talking about this erotic thriller that I hear is not very erotic or very thrilling. I haven't watched it yet. By the time this is dropped, I will have. But we'll be excited to discuss that. Uh, we're also going to be recording a podcast episode talking about entertainment conspiracy theories. So that is one of the episodes dropping next week. <laughs> entertainment conspiracy theories. That's right. Um, and then the other episode we're going to be dropping next week is what we are into. So those are the two episodes next week. But it'll be a ton of fun. We're also going to be highlighting a bunch of different organizations to donate to. Um, some are going to be Black Lives Matter organizations. We're going to have Ukraine organizations, LGBTQIA plus organizations, environmental organizations for the deep water thing since... That's Finn Whitrock's biggest cause is environmental issues. So we're going to highlight um, an organization for that one and a bunch of other ones. So if you have any that you would like us to include, please feel free to reach out to us at it's a fandom thing pod at gmail.com or DM us on any of our social media. So once again, come join it. We're also going to do ghost stories is how we're going to round it out. Uh, we also are going to be unveiling our new logo and then another great unveil that I'm not going to give away yet. We are going to give away podcast merch to certain people that some people that donate. Uh, we might have um, some themed merch for during the deep water one. So that will be a ton of fun. Um, so anyway, so until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz, and I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts.